Sontopoe is one South African woman who is taking the hair care manufacturing industry by storm. Now, it was at the tender age of just eight when she decided to take her hair into her own hands, which ultimately led uh, her into developing her own hair care product and uh, has changed the hair industry for the better. She named her business native child to represent who she is, a proudly African woman with strong roots. Sonte, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to chat to us this evening. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. I'm honoured to be on your show. Let's start off, uh, you know, a little bit of background. I, I remember, you know, growing up, um, I have, you know, really big hair. I, I, I kind of do like the Diana Ross hair with the curls. Oh. And then you used to see my hair coming before you saw me coming. <laughs> From a distance. From a distance. <laughs> and, and my grandmother didn't believe in a brush. And she was the one who used to comb my hair with a literal comb. And from the roots, she would take that comb and pull it through. It was the painful. most painful experience of my life. <laughs> am I right? I, can relate. Am I, I, I just wanted to say, am I right to assume that it was the same for you? That's why you decided to, to do your own hair? Absolutely. I, I, just, I just have memories being a little girl, just like crying bitterly. And uh, the, the one time I said to my mom, no more. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> I will do my own hair. She said, no, can't do that. Your nail I said, no, I'll show you. So it literally took me um, about a year uh-huh. to teach myself how to. And, you know, kids would laugh because, I mean, being an eight-year-old, I, I, I'm pretty sure, although I don't have pictures, uh-huh. uh, the hair wasn't that great. But um, it, it did that ex- Experience did um, teach me how to take care of my own hair, how to... And so uh, hair salons are just something I'm not familiar with mm-hmm. um, growing up because I learned at a very young age to be able to cut my own hair, to sit with two mirrors and try and make straight lines, you know. Um, yeah, that's a challenge. Actually, I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, you know, uh, plaiting is one thing and being able to kind of get your hair under control. And like you said, you know, getting the part straight, that's sort of like, you know, the physical, the, the manual labor of it all. But it's Correct. made a, it's made a lot easier if you had have the right product. And, and Absolutely. I, I, I assume that's where the challenge came in for you. Absolutely. I think that's where because um, people say, oh, did you just decide, you know, two, three years ago to do a hair care range? For me, the seeds were planted. Um, then, when I learned to do my own hair and had mm-hmm. a relationship with my own hair, I got the frustration. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm no different to every black girl or, or girl that has curly or kinky hair that yeah. gets frustrated. Um, so that the seed was planted then. And over time, you know, I just started thinking, I just remember being 17 as a teenager, thinking, man, wouldn't it be nice to be able to own um your uh, my own hair care brand, you know. Mm-hmm. But back then, there wasn't anyone I could sort of like look up to that had done it before. So I didn't have really, you know, how you have role models of yes. people. You know, I want to be like that person or that person. So although it was a dream, um, it wasn't something that was kind of tangible that I knew for sure I wanted to do. So for me, the journey went like a roundabout way, you know. Okay. I went and studied something else under the encouragement of my math teacher, which um, I thought at the time was a good idea, you know, in the, in, in the engineering field because my dad was a builder, so it felt sort of like natural. natural but yeah. once I was there, I didn't realize, no, this is not really what I want to do um, for the rest of my life. And then thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to go back. By then, I think 
I had had the life experience and the courage mm. to then go after what I really wanted to do. Now, tell me a little bit about that first product you made and, mm. you know, kind of the, the failures heading into finally getting the product right. The trial and error. Yes, That's the trial is, and error. You know, and and but I, I, I use you that. Don't succeed, you try and try again. I, I use the <laughs> word failure because, you know, people tend to think failure is a bad thing. But it's not really. True. It's a life lesson. Uh, Absolutely. So, so then you, yeah. you learn what works and, and what, you learn doesn't. what doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. So, 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 so um, I did go through a lot of that, not just with the first product, um, but I did go through, uh, 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 in fact, all our products, you have to, you know, construct it and mm. then take it out and get people to trial it. And then they say, mm, I don't like the smell or no, this really doesn't work for me. And so you almost have to find a happy medium. As you know, with hair, um, we can have both, we can both have kinky hair, but um, at the same time, not the same. Not the same, you yes. Know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to, fi- you can't please everyone, but you need to find at least a happy medium that will sort of like meet most people's needs. And, and so that's what I had to do. And were you trying it out on yourself first? Oh, of course. <laughs> Was there any hair falling out? Any? <laughs> yes. I'm a biggest customer. And uh, of course, uh, my, my family, uh-huh. uh, I do feel sorry for them. But, you know, family has to <laughs> be in the line of fire, so to speak. <laughs> they kind of have no choice. No choice. Um, where you have to shove it down there. Come on, guys, you have to not, you know. So family, obviously, uh, it was tested on. um, And then after family was then friends. And then I thought, okay, now now we're ready. And and your first products that you, you put on the shelf, so to speak, the first ones that went to market, what was the kind of reception for it? I was blown away. Okay, so... I, I, I just didn't realize or preempt how much um, this was needed. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I, I for myself needed something um, because there are lots of products out there. Yes. Um, and so for me, I think it, um, for me, really, what was important was yes, we it's a product that takes care of natural hair, but also the product itself needs to be natural. Yeah. Um, I've had uh, health issues growing up, and so I really didn't want something that would react and give me rashes and all sorts of things. So I really went into uh, a self study of natural products um, as well, just to get a to figure out what would work, what isn't, what wouldn't work. Um, and so um, for me, that's a part of our differentiator to take something out that would, um, uh, you know, can be used by a kid and yes. all the way up to grandma. Grand- okay. um, so that that was just part of our journey to create something that, that we eventually did come up with. Uh, now tell me a little bit about um, how you maintain your shelf life. Because like you said, you know, um, you wanted a product that is for, for natural hair, but it also had to be natural. So when we're talking about maintaining a shelf life, how are you able to do that if you use all natural products? So that's where education comes in. Mm. <laughs> um, so part of the education I got, um, studying cosmetic science, is you study that part as well, where you learn to include certain products that will keep away the bugs and things um, okay. for as long as, as, as you can. You know, our products will have a shelf life of 18 months to two years, mm-hmm. um, and that's without these harsh preservatives. Um, but in any case, like I said, 
like you said, how was the response from people out there? It was overwhelming. Things sold out. Um, we have never have a, haven't had a time where uh, stuff just sits for months, months and months and months. Um, it, it shows that there is a demand, demand and a need for this type of a product. And, and is that what uh, what also sparked the decision to move from just hair care to also a body care range? So, so when we when I like initially started, it was always a hair care and body care. So okay. I was looking at something. So it wasn't hair care first and then body care. Okay. When the company launched, it launched as a hair care and body care company because I was looking at in terms of pe- personal care, you know, mm. you, uh, you you wash your hair, you bath, you, you put lotion, whatever. So I, I just wanted it to be able to have something that can cater for, for all of that. And um, even though uh, our biggest target market are females, um, males are also using our products. Um, I mean, my, ho- my husband also uses, my son uses the products. Um, they use because they're not trying to grow their hair, mm. uh, but they are using the body care products. So the, the idea was to be able to have something that can cater for the, ha- the whole family. Um, if people want to, to get your products, where's the, what's the best way to do that? So we have an online store, mm-hmm. www.nativechild.co. Um, we initially started um, selling online, but because of the demand, we had to go into retail. Yeah. Um, you can also find our, excuse me, our products at selected game and jet stores. Uh, we are at wellness warehouse stores, um, and if you're housing, we're in crafters, mar- crafters market stores, and we are in a few other uh, independent. Uh, um, health pharmacies as well. Um, so, so yeah, you, you can, if you go on our website and go on Stockist and you just type your city, let's say you, you, you're staying in Johannesburg, type Johannesburg, you'll see various Stockists that are within your area. Just as a final question, having um, to scale up, like you said, you know, because there was so much demand, you needed to go into retail shops. How, how, how do you maintain, um, you know, the same standard of quality? And like you were testing it out in the beginning, I'm assuming that you're also, you know, branching out your range and getting more and more uh, different products added yes. to what you offer. Um, how do you ensure that it still has your touch? Very tough. it's stressful Um, it's stressful trying to um, to make sure like you say um, because initially you know these were done at home uh, in in my kitchen um, and then we had a workshop at home Mm. you know and then now we are subcontract manufacturing um, it is, but there is a process of checking um, quality. Things have to be approved first before they go into Don't production. Yeah. And if mistakes do happen, things have to be recorded and put out. But um, it, it's not. It's not. It's not easy, but it's doable. Thank you so much, Santa. Really, really appreciate uh, the time that you took uh, to chat to us. Looking forward to, no to trying problem. out some of the products. Please do. I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> Thank so you. much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.
Thank you too, Dan. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, that is Santo Poe, um, who is the founder of um, Native Child, and uh, which is a, a natural hair and body care brand. Uh, go on to their website. They've got a lot of interesting stuff for you to look at. And like um, Santo said, you know, it's it's for natural hair, but it's also natural products, uh, which means that it's doubly good for you. Take the time and go on to their website and see what they have to offer. Uh, because like we said, we're proudly uh, South African, and this is made in Amzanti.